0: 2020 bringing a biblical perspective on life culture and current events weekdays on UCB's vision radio network find out more at vision.org.au you just can't avoid the images on our television screens and of course the headlines in the newspapers those things that are going on in northern iraq the challenges that are happening in that nation, insofar as the number of refugees who've flooded out of northern Iraq and, of course, the land of Syria as well. We're going to focus on northern Iraq, though, as we talk about what happens as winter comes to these lands and as the refugees struggle to keep warm. Well, George Rodriguez is the executive director of Samaritan's Purse in Australia. They've got tons and tons of equipment that they are delivering into those parts of northern Iraq where there are significant difficulties and issues and refugees who are flooding out of that country. George, welcome back to 2020.
1: Hi Neil, how are you?
0: I'm well, George. When we think of winter coming, for us it's usually something we can take in our stride, but if you're a refugee, that's a different story.
1: Neil, if you're in a tent, if you're in a tent and it rains 10 days a month, and uh, if your tent leaks and if it's cold and miserable and you have children around you, that is absolutely miserable. But sadly, many refugees don't even have tents. We've had the Samaddon Spurs uh, a manager for that part of the world travel through a few countries recently. And he describes at the gates of hell what he saw in three nations that he traveled through as refugees are scattered through the Middle East.
0: Now, where will the provisions go to that you are delivering through those areas, I guess, on the borders of northern Iraq? Yes.
1: So right now, as um, last week, we, we sent a 747 charter plane loaded with children's clothing and blankets and warm socks and other items for winter through to uh, Kurdistan, Erbil. There's a big camp there. And we are we're working that area, working several areas but this this went through to that area with two hundred thousand items of mixed clothing and 15,000 warm jackets, and tens of thousands of socks and blankets.
0: Now, even though those numbers sound big, George, the need is far greater than what you've been able to deliver. I think it's like 80 tonnes of relief that you've sent with this particular jumbo jet. The need is much greater than what you've delivered, though.
1: The need is huge. It has been huge for years. We've been out there for several years in that area as the turmoil increased. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it seems to be forever increasing. There are about 1.3 million Iraqis that have been forced to leave their homes. There are about 800,000 have been displaced since June alone because of the ISIS. Um, there are as many as half a million living in the Doherk area. Uh, more than 200,000 are in Erbil, where we 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 aiming this distribution to 200,000 people in a billion. displaced people. That's in the Kurdistan area where people are fleeing ISIS. The uh, uh, you know the, the, these war mongers who are slaughtering people. For, for, and they don't agree with them, so they're masses fleeing uh, into this area, and of course it's. Uh, you know, not enough, not enough that we have to, to help them. So the, this is ongoing. It's not only a one a one jet. Uh, when we sent a 747, now we sent some uh, another uh, flight in January of this year. There were already refugees in many areas, and we sent 65,000 Operation Christmas Child shoeboxes to kids. Um, and we also sent other flights with a, with a lot of materials in, you know, to, to help the refugees.
0: Now, what's gone on this latest flight, 80 tonnes of relief, yeah. uh, and this is, as you say, all of those sort of provisions for clothes and people who've had to flee with... Just the clothes that are on their back, so all of these things very necessary. What about the issue of people who are now living in tents, and when winter comes, the snow will be falling, freezing conditions. How do you uh, help people to uh, to make their tents winter-proof?
1: Well, it's going to be wet, and it's going to be cold. And so we've sent, in this flight, in this uh, uh, 747, 800,000 square feet of heavy-duty plastic, especially for... Uh, uh, in a disaster, uh, so it's, it's uh, UV-resistant special plastic, 800,000 square feet of uh, heavy-duty plastic for people to uh, winterize their tents or insulate their tents. Or in unfinished buildings, there'll be some unfinished buildings, damaged buildings around. Well, this material helps. And, of course, uh, if you're living in a tent, to have an extra layer of plastic just to make sure the water and the wind stays out uh, is very uh, very
0: useful. Now George of course we know that Samaritan's Purse is an arm of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association there is that gospel that is the at the heart of all you do. Uh, how much easier is it to reach out to people who are coming from this particular area, northern Iraq, if you've got uh, some blankets and some clothes and some things for children, how much easier is it to reach out and to uh, make an effect, uh, bring that message of the gospel to people when you've got something in your hand to give.
1: Well, Neil, I'd like to clarify something. Uh, Samaritan Spurs uh, is not a, a part of the Billy Graham Association. It, it's the same. You know, We happen to share the same boards here in Australia and uh, not so overseas. But uh, Franklin Graham, that's Billy Graham's son, he is the international president of both organizations. So there's a lot of uh, connectivity, but they are distinctly different organizations that serve different purposes. Uh, But yes, we are a strongly evangelistic organization, but when people give us money to buy a blanket, we spend the money on the blanket and not on the gospel. The gospel follows, the gospel is available, but when we give a blanket, a jacket, a piece of plastic for a tent, we give it irrespective of people's beliefs, irrespective of their ethnicity, irrespective of uh, you know, uh, the agenda. So we go out. You know, Jesus said, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. I was lonely. You know, the. so we go out to serve. Whoever is hurting, we serve. Like the Good Samaritan, we go across there, we serve. Of course, people ask us, why are you doing this? It's because of the love of Christ. So inevitably, inevitably, people ask uh, about the... Uh, the reason for our uh, going out. And of course, we go, we help in the name of Jesus.
0: And of course, you are asking for people to support as well. And I guess the dollars that people give as an extension of themselves means that that's their opportunity to serve in the way that you are.
1: Absolutely. Uh, We can't all go across there, but we can uh, equip the people that go across there to give. So uh, we might uh, be far away. It would be a nuisance and we'd be a danger. And we'd be in danger ourselves if we all went. But, you know, $5, $10, $100, however much or however little uh, we contribute, it goes to help a person in need. He may be Muslim. She might be Christian. They might be some other uh, religion. But we do it in Jesus' name and we do it as it were. Colorblind. We just give the help where it's needed. We don't find out what uh, in a religious group they belong to.
0: Well, George, I'll point people to your website, samaritanspurse.org.au, and uh, people can give there, and they can certainly find out some more about what you're doing there with that work in northern Iraq and into Erbil. There is a video, too, that you can have a look at and see that 747 arriving with... 80 tonnes of relief for those desperate refugees. George Rodriguez, Executive Director of Samaritan's Purse in Australia. George, always good talking. Thanks so much for updating us today here on 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. God bless you and your listeners.